Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So it's funny, this morning at 9 a.m., you said 9.12. So I set an alarm for 8 and I got home last night at about like 4 in the morning. But I was like, fuck it, like I'll just, I'm doing it, like I'm doing it. So I set the alarm for eight and I was like getting slow. I was like slow to wake up. And then at like nine, I reached out to you and I said, okay, it's nine, like you down or what? And you were like, no, no, like let's do a little later or something. And I was like, okay. this happened in your dream. Yeah. So I dreamed <laughs> that, but I swear to God, like how convenient when I'm late to work, I'd be like, I swear to God, you guys, I thought I was here already. I <laughs> Swear to God. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I really, really thought that I was already at work. Guys, I don't know what to say. <laughs> space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles. The rich and your race. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash, Lost Off, Super Beach, and Uranus. And I'm Sarah Almo, and I'm here today with our special guest host, Desi Handel. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to do. Yeah, that's, I don't know why I, I did like, um, you did meows. I did like the, I was thinking like the raptor and the raptor, like the raptors in, in Jurassic, <laughs> Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> So the Raptors are going crazy in the rafters for our guest host, Desi Handel. Thank you, Desi, for joining us today. I'm so excited to discuss this, this frightfully dark topic with you. They call them murder. I'm going to do that like 30 times. I just think it's so crazy mm-hmm. that the name is murder. Here's talking about the murder, murder mysteries, the five deaths surrounding Alec Murdaugh and his previously high-powered family in the low country, the real low country of South Carolina. So first and foremost, if you haven't watched it, pause right now. There's a new Netflix doc that you can all check out. There's also an HBO doc from a few years ago that's a little bit darker, but kind of covering the same subject material. It's sort of like everything that happened leading up to the... The death of R.I.P. Maggie Murdoch and Paul Murdoch. And we want to be clear, this is not the Murdoch family like of Fox News fame. This is Murdoch family mm-hmm. of the Murdoch legal group in Hampton, South Carolina fame. So very different Murdochs. Murdoch? Murdaws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we did a lot of blaming things on the Murdaws. So we'll get into it. So first and foremost, Desi, did you watch the doc? What did you think of the doc? Well, I thought it was really interesting. It definitely leaves a lot of questions unanswered, which I'm hoping you're going to be able to answer Possibly. now since you've been doing all of the follow up. I've watched every trial. day. Of, we're on day 25 of the trial and I have not missed a moment. <laughs> so I'm really sorry if I owe you email. As- I'm, I'm my my bank account is overdraft. I'm not getting back to anybody. I I'm watching this case as if it's my day job, and it's just it's simply not. So 
that is know. so funny. Maybe yeah. I think in a past life, I must have been like an investigator or something. Eighth house. I must be. Investigation runs through my veins. I love it. I, sh- I should I love just it. lean more into my capability to investigate. I was thinking that too. But then I was like, oh my God, do we have to like go to like police academy? Like what would we no. need to do to become investigators? Dude, half of the people that I've sent you on YouTube are investigators. They're yeah, just like they amateur. Also, yeah, but they have like no credibility. And like, and either way, if we were able to like amass large followings on YouTube, don't you think we we would be there by now? You know, like I don't know. No, we haven't even what tried. No, no, we haven't even tried. We haven't given it the the try that it requires to get to that level. Come we're on, trash empire, monetize this bitch. All right, listen. So I watched this three part series on Netflix. It's not very long. It actually goes by pretty quickly, and so it's very a uh, condensed version. But the way that they open it right out the gate. You hear about the poor story of, I think her name was Morgan, the tragedy. No, Mallory Beach. Morgan is the girlfriend of Paul. Mallory Beach died in a boat crash in 2019 at the hands of Paul Murdoch, friend. That's right. So they open it up and right away you get what you think is going to be like the basis of, you think this is a story about a girl dying and, but you don't realize what's about to come. So they tell the story. They tell all the, the, the kids and the family's accounts of Mallory's death. And immediately, like not even 10 minutes into it, you're already getting, I mean, they had to move quick because I guess they didn't have that much time. It was only. Well, and also it's not, well, and it's like not even, I mean, it's such a small part of the story. The Mallory thing. I mean, it's not a small part of the story, RIP Mallory, but like it's, it's one of five deaths. But it's interesting that they started there. Yeah. I think it was really strategic that they started there because you get hooked on the tragedy of the death of this young girl. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you're like, oh man, my heart really hurts, you know? And everybody post-mortem is always the same. Everybody after they die is always the same. No, I just want to say though, no, Mallory literally was. Like she seemed like- she was also a baby. She was only 16 when she Right, but like Angel Among Us, she was in the most wonderful, it seems to be the most wonderful like childhood friendship turned relationship. She was like such a great, like these three girls were so close. I don't know. She just seemed actually like salt of the earth like lovely person i also think you're right it was strategic because this boat case number one was like really the thing that like popped the the sordid details of the underbelly of the murdoch family secrets open like that was sort of like the beginning of them investigating him further and i think it was interesting because through that first episode about the boat case you kind of see how he operates and i think that's that's what what they were showing yeah 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 yeah. okay so yeah but i have to say that if somebody was going to ask me what angle I think Netflix has, I would definitely say they're trying to make him look guilt. I would say that they specifically leaned into villainizing Murdoch. And I would venture to say it would be interesting to see the other side or the other perspective. But right out the gate, right, you are informed because of the way that they told the story. Basically, it was like six kids on a boat. And the very first thing that they do is they, these six kids tell you the story of what happened on the boat. And it's really, really clear that this hyper intoxicated, very abusive kid named Paul, um, just basically, uh, well, it's like he steam, he steamrolled everybody's. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they right off the bat, he is the bad, like soup, the bad guy, right? Like. He was hitting the girls. He's spitting people's faces. He's not giving up. 
the you know and you know they're all telling you like we don't even know why we got on the boat which is so funny because at every point in this story it just brings me back to the human nature of being obedient it's the human nature of being obedient the sh- yeah. the lamb the sheep mentality the sheep right. mentality right and all you have to do is have a little bit of notoriety in any direction a little bit more money than the rest of the people they listen to you a little right. bit more any and just a little bit not even a lot right it's like that-, that whole time right you're so right though it's like they all were like we should have known we should have called Uber. It's like a thousand percent call Uber. It was five kids. Call Uber. What five the kids fuck? cumulatively using their yeah. brain and all like, of them like sheep followed Paul onto his boat. Get and not a only car that, to come. Yeah, you call your, trust me, your parents could get up in the middle of the night to come when there was a boat crash. I'm sure that they would get up in the middle of the night to come pick your ass up before the boat crash too. Call your mom. Also, let's talk about how there was two other men, aka boys on board with Paul. If you as a man, and writers, I mean, listeners, tell us in the comments, write it in, whatever. If you as a man are standing there watching your friend endanger the rest of the group and then he slaps a girl, don't you just knock a motherfucker out? Don't you just walk right up to that motherfucker and just maybe, oh, I don't know, put him in a chokehold, other man on the boat? How come nobody is taking control of the situation? Well, also like not to mention just based on the optics they like it looked like an r.i.p paul he has since passed at the hands of his father we're not sure he's on trial now but um i think he was like five six five seven it's like these other guys like one anthony's a big guy and then connor is bigger than like they're both bigger yeah i i guess like it is the kind of thing though where like money really does sing and yeah it, it sounds like when he spit in he spit in his girlfriend, lovely Morgan's face, slapped her, and then was like, you're just upset that your daddy can't support your family or something like that, like he said in front of everybody, which is also so mean because it's like, yeah, your daddy can't either for the record, but you don't know that yet, little bitch, mm. but okay. So I guess we shouldn't talk about him like that, but either way, he was sort of a little bitch, and he, <laughs> um, yeah, he was hitting her, he was slapping around his girl, and they were all like, okay, Paul, this is enough drive us home drunkard you know and it's like, uh, <laughs> like right so out of, the game but it also is just, just like some high school dumb shit you know like it is but, but then again too it's like the other piece of it was like during the dock even before this boat crash happened morgan was talking about a time that they got no she let him drive home wasted and he flipped the car and right so it's like you know you can for calling 911 because they were like my daddy and granddaddy would have taken care of this and it's like oh, okay damn you guys are a little bit too big for your britches, Murdoz. No, but Sarah, like you can really, you can talk all you want about people uh, like leveraging their power and abusing their power. But what about the enablers around them? The whole community is enabling this behavior. Nobody is coming down on these people. Absolutely. That is the crux of this problem. Well, and I think that that's why now this case is so, or this trial has been so interesting to me because a lot of people that have been interviewed are sort of coming to terms with the fact that that they have been enablers without even like it's what you're saying about like the sheep mentality it's like that's what it is that's even what I'm realize that they yeah, were yeah but they because, did well they I, did but they did but not because they thought they were like enabling a criminal because the way that they thought that like right the town worked was like yeah we, the murdos are in charge and like you wouldn't right you, you wouldn't challenge who's in charge right 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 especially when they have so much more money and power than you do which is you think, i don't so- want to mess them up i don't want to mess that i don't want to mess my relationship with the murdos if i really need something there who to call and it's like that's what you think but 
Yeah. I don't know. It's one of the reasons why I'm like so proud of myself of the way that I left my corporate job because all I did was question authority. All I mm-hmm. did was question hierarchy. All I did was question, but why is it this way if it's, if it's detrimental to the community of employees? Why is it this way if it's not functioning as something that adds to the bottom line, which is the the thing you want to do, right? You keep saying more money, but like, okay. Anyway, my whole thing is like, yeah, you don't, when you're inside of a system that's been, you know, especially when you're, you're not really accustomed that we got to understand that like on this planet, there's different characters of people, right? Mm-hmm. There are different char- there's also like, for example, so let's keep going with the story, right? So Netflix introduces this and you hear this really harrowing story of the loss of this angelic girl. Okay. And then they move into, they really lean into, so then they show Morgan, which is Paul's ex-girlfriend and the interviewers really leaned into her and they, they, they would position her. I mean, she looked gorgeous at every single moment and, and the lighting was impeccable. Everything about her was impeccable. Yeah. So they really positioned her as an authority because they made mention a lot to the fact that Morgan was around the family on an intimate level because she was the girlfriend. Right. So she, she was seeing a lot of things that were behind the scenes and yep. she knew a lot of things that other people didn't know. So then she would talk a lot about all of these sort of, you know, she talked about getting abused and then they go back to her father and they say, you know, the father didn't, didn't know that she was getting abused. And it's this whole thing where like they really lay down and establish that the Murdars are in power and they don't give a fuck what happens to anyone except Mm -hmm. for their own clan. Yep. And, um, I did not realize, so here's the thing, right? Like, I didn't realize that this guy was a lawyer. I didn't realize. So it was interesting because right right away, the kids get into an accident. And then Paul calls his dad immediately and immediately blames another boy named Caleb, the, Connor. Connor. The first, like, the, the second sentence out of his mouth, mm-hmm. out of Paul's mouth, is Connor was driving. So it's really and it's like, but it's also like batshit crazy, or not batshit crazy, but it's like there are four witnesses who have the same story. I know you're trying but, to tell me that you think you could be like, actually, you, I, Connor was driving my boat. Like, okay, but here's the thing about what we just talked about. Paul was just that is his literal conditioning from childhood. This whole trial ultimately has been way less focused on proving without the shadow of a doubt that he was the murderer. So blah, 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 blah. Fast forward, a lot of people die, a lot of people die. Now on June 7th, 2021, someone killed Paul and Maggie, the wife and the son, or, or Paul, who we've been talking about, of this guy, Alec Murdoch. And instead right. of it so, being all about why he definitely did it, the whole trial is just like a character assassination because this dude and what you're saying about his son, not only does he lie about every single thing but of course he would raise kids who lie about every single thing right it's like imprinted into them and the thing i gotta say is thus far the biggest mystery to me is the death of the wife and 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 paul the death that is the mystery like because when you look at the story of the boat accident you it's pretty clear what happened and you can kind of tell that like the nanny got offed well, so, okay, so if you didn't watch, so basically they boat accident, they use it to introduce this family and this story. And the whole thing is that 
this family is surrounded by untimely and mysterious and violent deaths. Right. And during the boat crash, like, for example, Mallory, who is missing at this, like, right after the boat crash, she goes missing. She flies off the boat and they can't find her. So for, like, five days, there was a search party. Mallory's mother, the mother, cannot get near the shore like she can't see where it happened she can't they're like sorry ma'am it's a crime scene whereas alec murdoch because like he has his badge on the outside of his jean shorts or whatever and like you know because he's part of the law enforcement or part of the part of the you know authorities he just like they just lift the fucking yellow tape for him and he drives up in his suburban with his wife and his brother and the whole family and yeah, they're you know all taking so- massive control of this police investigation just because of his last name like and and he really actually isn't at that point even a, like he's not the town solicitor at that point i don't even believe that he was still uh working as a lawyer because he was in so much trouble about all this other shit he just literally or no he was working as a lawyer but he 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 was not he didn't have any actual authority to just jump the crime scene at the tape and like go investigate himself like he wasn't representing anybody he also lied at the hospital the next day yeah. they have him telling all they have him on camera like on the security cameras from the hospital telling all the doctors like i'm representing this kid i'm representing this kid he he whispers in connor who was just in a boat accident's ear like keep your mouth shut like i'll take care of this he's trying to tell connor's parents like i have connor's back i'm gonna i'm gonna protect connor since he was obviously the driver and it's like he wasn't the driver like you are just trying so hard to like just like butt fuck everybody into your version of the story and that you're the hero of this story and it's like so that's sort of our introduction to this guy alec Murda. now the other two things that they discuss is that there were two other suspicious deaths right the boat case was a little bit more straightforward but then uh, this kid, Stephen Smith, the only gay kid for miles, was uh, quote unquote killed in a hit and run in 2015. But actually, the cause of death was clinically blood force, blunt force trauma. Mm-hmm. Similarly, Gloria Satterfield, the Murdoch's mm-hmm. long, long time housekeeper, died falling up the stairs and then Which, trying- wait, I thought I missed that part because even in the graphics that they were showing in Netflix, she was down the stairs. So they said that she had tripped. There was a, a they, she came out the front door. There was a dog lying on the porch. She didn't see him and he caused her to fall down the stairs. Oh, I thought it was that she was that she had come in to work was coming up the stairs and the dogs kind of like swirled around her. And as she was walking up the stairs, fell backwards. Oh, maybe. Okay. But that whole thing, the fact that we're both like, what is it, is sort of the point. Like, it all kind of... That is the point, right. ...doesn't really make sense, and, like, it's all a little bit... But then this is where Alex starts to get too big for his britches and fuck himself, because after Gloria died, he made this whole uh, announcement. To do. He made a whole to-do, like, as the king of the community and the as the benevolent <laughs> king, king as the ben- benevolent king of the community, no, it's not a community. It's a community. Uh, it's a it's uh, a it's like a what's up? It's a it's a kaboom. It's a kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't mean other ghosts. We don't mean other ghosts. Although although now although now is yeah the kaboom. Kaboom. 
So he makes this whole to-do about, like, I will take the blame and, like, I'm going to sue myself on behalf of Gloria Satterfield's young sons and I will win them the money they deserve and give it to them. So he sues himself for $400,000 and then just keeps the money. And then people start to investigate. And it turns out that, like, over the past, whatever, 20 years, not only has he been battling, uh, apparently, an insane painkiller and barbiturate addiction, but he has won hundreds of cases for different victims and stolen all the money. So now, oh, and the other thing that came out, the other thing that came out, I don't even know if they mentioned this in the doc or if I know this just from, from just following the case, but the other piece of it is that they were so esteemed in the community and knew everybody that was important that this guy, Russell Lafitte, he's already been indicted. He's, or he's already been, like, I think he's in jail. What is it called? Like, he's been, he's been gotten. He's been gotten. He got gotten. They gotten him. He was the president of the bank of the, um, you know, like the local South Carolina bank or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the name. Uh, actually, it's funny. When I used to work in production, we actually did a commercial for the bank. Uh, I don't remember the name of it now, but when they were talking about it, I was like, oh, I think we worked. I think they were our clients, like the Piedmont oh bank God, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, the the bank was also loaning quote unquote loaning Alec, endless amounts of money endless like and so so in you know all in all this guy has now stolen millions of dollars that have no it's like literally where did it go no one knows where it went he's saying it went to buy pills which would be insane to be bought to, to it's actually it would be difficult to buy and ingest millions of dollars of oxycotton but so okay that's like that's what he's saying so one of the inv- or one of the lawyers, the lawyer that actually ended up coming up after Alec, which by the way his name is Alex. Why do they keep changing everybody's name? But because everybody calls him Alec. So he said he did the math just based on the street price of oxy or whatever, and he said that the amount of money it would have been a hundred and twelve years worth <laughs> of daily multiple oxys on the daily so well and actually side note during the trial there was a part where i actually thought that like they could have been more clear but they were basically trying to get him to say like how many pills he took a day yeah and he was like i have no idea like uh, as many as i could you know and they were like okay but like roughly because like in order for you to have they kind of brought it up like in order for you to have spent you know, $50,000 a month on oh my God, on yeah. pills. Insane. You would need to be taking like between 60, and he said there were 30 milligram pills. You would need to be taking between 60 and like 100 pills a day. And he's like, that's what it was. He's like, that's about what it was. And then I was like, wait a second. Does he think you're saying milligrams? Because that would make sense. Like if he was taking 60 to 100 milligrams, which would be over the, 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 Hold like, on, let me let's see like what how many milligrams is one pill of oxy normally? So it's 30. Like, so it's 30 milligrams. Oh, it's 30. There were, there were 30 milligram pills. So and, he's taking and, four a day, and that's no, but no, not four a day. He was saying he was taking 60 a day. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, that's crazy. That's impossible. 60 pills. That's impossible. It's impossible. No, that's impossible. what I'm saying, though. This dude, did you watch the did you watch the videos that I sent you? No. Okay, after we talk about this whole thing, we might have to pause so you can watch that because 
so so the trial has now been 25 days long and the conclusive evidence that he was the shooter to his, his wife son and, his and wife. right yeah is it is not conclusive it is you know it, it was on their enormous private property where right, there are outside any, right in the grass somewhere yep and because he's Alec Murdaugh at the beginning, nobody treated him like a suspect and like totally unheard of. Like any other crime scene would be treated like the scene of a crime. But because he's Alec Murdaugh and everybody knew Maggie and everybody knew Paul, the the house was flooded with lawyers and friends and people from law enforcement. The cleaning lady cleaned up the next day like it was so they they didn't. So now the in court, they're trying to argue that the law enforcement botched the crime scene investigation because they were so casual with it. But they're trying to say, we're like everybody else, afraid of the Murdaughs, and we wouldn't dare have treated them like they were suspects unless we had a good reason to. The minute that we had good reason to suspect him, we did, but we wouldn't dare treat him like a suspect. We respect him. He's at this point, they don't know anything about the the lying and the stealing. They don't know anything. After the boat crash, a lot of people were bullying Paul because, you know, he killed the, their peer. And so Alec was very quick to say, you don't understand. Paul was getting death mm-hmm. threats all mm-hmm. the time. And so mm-hmm. he really convinced everybody that, like, there's no way that this was him. This was somebody that was upset about the boat case. Okay, right, right, right. So I remember that. So so essentially really fast. Just let me catch up the listeners here. This family was what seemed to be an upstanding fa- citizen fa- family of this community. Uh, then this young girl died and they chalked it up to just, like, juvenile behavior and then, but they, but the community was mad at the family, mad at the whole family. And then suddenly the kid that was driving the boat died and his mother died. Yeah. So that kind of shocked everyone. Not died, not died. Got, got literally sh- shot really in murdered. close range in their yard where their right. dad was the only other person there. So right. they both got shot like in the chest and in the neck. Yeah. So very gruesome, very, very gruesome yeah. shit. So that's the point where the community goes, whoa holy shit, like, we're not mad at you guys anymore. What's happening? And then suddenly they remember, right, right. they remember, oh, remember that time the housekeeper died? And then they're like, wait a minute. Remember that time that one kid died? And wait a second. When we're thinking back, let's like look back because now they're investigating everything and they're looking back at those old notes from, from like, okay, so that first death in 2015, the Stephen Smith death, every single person that they interviewed about Stephen Smith the only person that came up in every single, uh, he has a twin sister that he was very close to. But other than that, they were like, you know, it's like, who did he hang out with? And it was like, oh, he and he and Buster were like math buddies. Like he was Buster's tutor or something. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, right. So it was like, it was like the boat case put attention on the family, yeah. but as the son being evil and then the son was murdered and everybody was like, oh, he wasn't the problem this whole time. Right. Now that's the whole thing. Right. So now, now the father. Well, well, let me ask Murdoch. you really fast, really, really yeah, quick. Yeah. What does the prosecution present as possible motive for Alec needing to kill 50% of his nuclear family? Right, right, right. Okay. So two pieces of 
the story that I want to just throw out there before I answer that question. Piece number one is that the craziness does not end with the homicides. <laughs> so I hate to laugh, but it's it act this is the craziest story I I've ever fucking heard. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so the murders happened on June 7th, 2021. Then in September, a 911 call comes in. It is Alec Murdaugh on the side of the road. He is like, I was just changing my tire and somebody came to help me change my tire. And when they got close to me, they shot me and they tried to kill me. But I That's didn't. Right. That's right. Now, it was funny because when I was listening to that <laughs> specific call, I was laughing at the amount of calls that 911 received from Alex. Oh my God. And right. I love that so he was like, we're on call he... six now. This is call number six to 911. There's been, well, a... mind you, also that there's, a, because of what Morgan said in the doc, we know that there is like hundreds of calls that aren't being made to 911. There should be from this family. Well, it's really interesting too, because when they ask, he's like, I've been shot. I've been shot <laughs> in the head. And then it almost like, they're like, okay, sir, like who, it's almost like he says to them, like, it's Alec. Like, duh. It's me again. It's Alec Murdoch. Yeah, if you guys want, you can Google the, you can Google, we can even probably play it, but like, yeah, the, the, the casual nature of the I've been shot call is, is pretty remarkable. Yeah. It's like, I've been shot. Oh, it's Alec. Hello. You know, they're like, oh, Mr. Murdoch, hey, what up? Someone else die around you this time and it was almost me. Actually, you guys should Google and listen to this call because he says, I've been shot. It's Alex Murdoch. And the lady literally goes, oh, she goes, right. oh, like right. this is an outlier situation. This is she knows what this means. And, right. and it's fucking weird out the gate. She even goes, oh, like like you just need to hear it. You'll hear the tone in her voice. She's like, okay, this this can't be good. Why <laughs> why'd it have to be me? Why'd it have to be me answering this call? You know, couldn't this be a cat in a tree? It's got to be murder with a bullet in his head. Like, Jesus. And actually, all of the, I mean, what I'm thinking too is like, we could just, like, this could be the regular episode. And then, like, for the Patreon, like, we could watch and listen to some of this stuff together. Cause I sort of was thinking like we mystery science theatering. And yeah. Well, no, cause I kind of want to, like, I've been dying to, the, like, those videos I sent you, like, I sort of am dying for your just like initial reaction to some of this shit because, like, that's insane. Like, it's not funny and it's not. Like, no, like my mom and I watched the whole Netflix thing and like we started being like, oh, my God, so juicy. And by the end, she was like, I'm in a horrible mood. This is the most horrible thing I've ever seen. Like, this ah, is so she upsetting. did. Why? And, oh, my God. She just went from like zero. Like, this is fun to like, this is so fun because it's so fucked up. Like, it is so dark. It is so sad. Like, it, you know, at the end of the day, three out of the five slash six victims so far are minors and there's also the victim of the other son i mean poor buster like whatever you want to say about him like he now is the only person in this nuclear family that like is living his life no and like Mm -hmm. yeah there's just like there's this is this is like opposite of a victimless crime it's like 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 victim full crime like everyone is a victim in this Mm -hmm. case and it is really Mm -hmm. sad and it is really heavy i mean everything about it is so over the top that it's kind of easy to forget that we're talking about like real people and a real community and i do think that that is why i think i think Mm -hmm. the netflix doc was really good in that way because they really centered it around the community the community and how how much hurt has actually been caused by this man and his family you know like it it, Mm -hmm. it's not really about like the murdoz it's about the the impact Mm -hmm. that this that all of these things have had and like they didn't focus nearly enough on the HBO doc focuses more on Stephen Smith, the the 2015 
um, kid that was murdered. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really sad. It's like, aside from just that he was like a, a lovely kid, it's like he was the only, like for it to be a hate crime is also just like, oh, like, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then to just cover it up without even law enforcement blinking for one second they're like yeah like hit and run it's like he died of blunt force trauma to the head like it's not a hit and run i know but i gotta tell you as an avid consumer of crime it's really like 50 50 the amount of times that the system does a good job and the amount of times that they just let a lot of this shit really slip through the cracks in general oh for sure but i just think in this case it's just very clearly because the murdoz are just appearing to be this really wealthy powerful family when low-key actually the desperation has never been stronger okay so 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 the alec murdoch uh murder attempt it turns out Alec admits to it almost right away. He does. That he hired this guy, Cousin Eddie, his drug dealer, to shoot him dead. He wanted to die at that point. And he, because he wanted to die, but he didn't want to leave his one son with nothing. He, you know, he had like a $10 million life insurance policy. So Mm -hmm. if somebody murdered him, Mm -hmm. He could take care of Buster, Buster. So I also listened to all of the calls between Buster Murdaugh and Alec Murdaugh from jail. Mm-hmm. And in every single one, not every single one, but in, in many of them, they're talking about Buster going back to law school. Buster had been in law school. This was very important to the Murdaughs. Randolph Murdaugh Sr. started the law firm in town in 1910. Then right. for the last hundred years, the different Randolph Murdaughs have been passed down the, the or I guess they continue to be elected the solicitor, but it's like they, they were just like a family of lawyers who continued to be the highest ranking position. Mm-hmm. And their name is on the building. It is the Murdoch's law firm, right? So Buster Murdoch went to law school. He was swiftly kicked out because of plagiarism. Mm-hmm. So while Alec was in jail, all he was doing behind the scenes was making calls and trying to arrange it so that Buster was forgiven and he could go back to law school. So on all of these calls, there's like there's like a bunch where he's like, do you understand how serious this is? Like, you have to take it seriously. You have to become a lawyer and like keep our family legacy mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Right. Poor Buster just must be in absolute shock like uh, i mean who knows though i've been wondering about buster well there is there are some theories that the Mm -hmm. second shooter was buster because the whole thing with this trial and the reason it's really hard to say whether or not alec will be convicted or not and for the record it doesn't really matter if he's convicted or not because he's going to spend the rest of his life in jail either way because of how much money he stole from literal victims (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's sort of like I don't even know what would be harder for people to it's like it's like Maggie's family wants him to be convicted like Maggie's sister and brother testified and the thing about well okay hold on let's pause for a second so what you're asking is what is the prosecution serving as a motive for Alec having killed these two people I mean no specifically his wife and his son okay okay so first of all so we're crystal clear the Prosecution does not need to provide a motive. There is no motive necessary. They don't have a motive. That's one of the issues with this case. They have a, they're they're sort of the theory that they're going with is that, okay, so on the day of the murders, 
Mm-hmm. Of the Murdoch's. Of the Murdoch's. <laughs> oh, dark, 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 dark. So on this day, earlier that morning, Alec was confronted after years of stealing millions of dollars, not only from the law firm, but from his, oh my God, this is such a funny piece of it. When they won cases on behalf of these of these victims, the money was supposed to go into, like it's supposed to go into a bank account of a company called Forge Consulting, like a victim services company. And they would then basically do like victim financing or whatever. Okay. Alec, like even the words, like Murdaugh, like Forge, Alec opened a fake Forge, a Forged Forge. Oh my God. Company. So he was making sure that anytime anybody got paid, instead of going into the Forge Consulting account, it would go into the Forge LLC account. Which was literally just Alec Murdoch's fake business. And then he wouldn't pay anybody out. He- Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Just pay himself. So this is over the course of many years. This dude is literally without blinking an eye. Feeling evil, evil, like just stealing people's money that he represented. And like during the trial, there's been an emphasis, like when, when he actually did testify the prosecution, they spent a whole day basically going through all of the people that he scammed. He was basically saying, don't worry, it takes a while. Like, oh, I see. it'll okay. be, you know, he was holding, he's a really, he's a, he's a lawyer. He's a smooth talker. He, even in his even in his fat, sweaty, oxycotton haze, he was like kind of a slick guy. Like he was kind yeah. of like a, a, a cool party bro. And he, you, you know who you're, he reminds me of? You're going to laugh. He reminds me of the guy behind Firefest. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. That's actually such a great call. No, that's exactly right. Right. He's sort of this like chubby, like party bro who's right selling these fantasies and has no problem just like saying the words that you need to hear in order to just be like down. He also plays with danger. He doesn't give a fuck about calling attention to himself. Like I will sue myself. You know, so many people right, would just right. low pro, do what they have to do behind the scenes. Like highest he, profile. Highest but, profile. But it's because he gets like adrenaline rushes from all of this. This is 100%. really classic criminal behavior. Yep. Yep. He gets adrenaline rushes from it. And he also, I think it's part of his strategy in a way, because I think that he thinks like it's so oh my God. Over, which also I think has to do with the murders. Like it's like almost right, like, like so obvious, never, yeah, right, that no one would ever think I would be this stupid to like just lie to people's faces. Or just... so anyway, on the day that the murder occurred, not only it happened at night, right? It happened at night. On that day, he was fired from his own law firm. They confronted by him by the other partners. By they the confronted okay. him about the money. Turns out he was stealing everybody's money this whole time stealing from chris wilson his best friend stealing from the victims stealing from the satterfield oh, he does not stealing... give a single fuck and, and not a one people... and not a one he knew that this was an unsustainable criminals don't fucking care they well, know but they don't care number one it worked for a minute because what he said or what everybody testifies to is the minute that these murders occurred 
nobody was focused on the money anymore. No one was focused on his addiction. No one was focused on the boat crash. No one was focused on anything but supporting him and comforting him and like trying to be there for him. And so he was, I think, trying to like buy himself some time. I also think that that's when he kind of just got like too desperate to function. He was like, I have no self-esteem. I'm a total fucking drug addict. I can't fix the money. It's too far gone. I can't get the money back. I'm fucked. Now all I can do is leave some money and let Buster take it from it's here. Like my basically, firstborn son. Literally, it was his firstborn son. He's like, I'll just let him take it from here. And cousin Eddie, who is like a hilarious character in all of this, like I'm telling you, this I is know. like made to be a screenplay. Cousin Eddie, from a really close range, couldn't kill him. He just grazed his head. <laughs> no, I, no, he just grazed it. Oh, I thought he really did get shot. shot. He got shot, but it was it, it wasn't a it wasn't a bad one. It was like what? But I don't understand. Alex wants to die. He's high. This At this point, according himself. to him, he wants to die. Yeah, so because it's the only grazed, way that he can get but, any money. Okay, so if so, the guy is there and he's about to do the job. He points the gun at Alex. Okay, accidentally grazes the guy. But then, don't you think that Alex would be like, "Try again, shoot me again"? Well, the thing is, like, I think they were like in broad daylight, like on some highway, and I don't think that Alec wanted his drug dealer, who was his friend, who was the only person that we know that the money is going to, which is sort of an interesting thing too. He was like, "Yeah, just come on over, ride." by me shoot me and then drive away so i think the guy just like rode by him shot him didn't really look or whatever and just kept driving because that was like the plan and alec is like fuck like oh, i'm so very alive and there's people all around and oh, alec is okay. like i'm alive come back you know no alec's probably flagging down come shoot me again uh-huh. but, he, but it's like he, you know like what what maggie's sister said on the stand was like alec literally was shot and she said that, like, immediately when she heard this, she, like, pulled over to the side of the road to, like, make sure Buster was okay. Because at that point, they don't think that Alec is a suspect in in Maggie and Paul's murder either, except for a few weird things that he had said. But the fact is, like, what Alec kept reassuring, like, because, like, the rest of the family is like, oh, my God, they're they're coming to get us. Like, the boat crash people are so mad. They're coming to get us. And, you know we need to really like watch our backs now it's like alec never was like yeah we all need to be careful it was like no one's coming to get us folks like it was a one-off like he was just so relaxed about it the other fucked up thing is that when he went into the police station after his homicide attempt somebody tried to kill him he went through the whole rigmarole of like having a sketch artist sit with him and draw i wanted to look like that leprechaun picture from back in the day that like viral video the leprechaun attempt but the, the, if you look, the person that he described as his shooter was actually this is a this is a hot take, but it actually looks exactly like the boyfriend of Mallory Beach. It looks like Anthony Cook, and he's been trying to pin so much of what's happened with Paul and Maggie and him on the boat crash. Yeah, so if that's you look crazy. at the the sketch artist's rendering of the person that Alex described as having shot him, he basically describes Anthony Cook, the boyfriend of Valerie Beach, like just thinking that like, oh, like, I don't know if he was like specifically trying to get Anthony Cook in trouble or what, but for the record, Anthony Cook is the only one of the boat crash victims who didn't actually sue Paul and him. uh, Friends. Yeah, he was like the only nice one that like had a sip. And he was still really sad about Paul and he was still really like... So it's all really fucking fucked. Literally, Paul killed the love of his life and he had sympathy for them. So for Alec to be like, yeah, this fucker, like at least stranger makes something. Right. Yeah. I mean, the issue with Alec 
is that his number one addiction beyond pills, beyond money, beyond booze is lying. He loves to not tell the truth. First of all, for him to even testify is fucking psychotic. Like for him to be like, "Mm, you know what? I'll speak for myself here is like, what? Like this is what he loves to do. Loves it. Right. This is going to be his big, this is his big, he's a trained lawyer. Well, so that's the thing. So, so it's really interesting because when you watch the testimony, it's very frustrating, but like you actually get the sense like, whoa, like this guy might get off because he is getting off. He's getting he's, off. Well, he's he's getting off. He's getting out. He's getting <laughs> off. But it's like, he truly, like, instead of answering the questions they're asking, like a lawyer, he's nitpicking their questions. Yeah. So he's answering like a normal person would hear these questions and answer the question they're asking. He's getting asked questions and answering the literal question they're at- asking. So like if if they're using the word like 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 the first half, the first day of his testimony, they're basically getting they're basically building up this whole case that every single thing that he says is a lie. So why would he and he lied to the the whole court until this this piece of evidence came out in the middle of the trial. He was even still lying to everybody about the timeline. Every single thing about every single thing that he has said to every single person about every single thing has now been proven to be a complete and total lie, except that we don't know who there, there isn't really any proof that he killed Maggie and Paul. Not saying that he doesn't remember ever lying to anybody. He's saying he doesn't remember that specific conversation with that person at on that day at that time, which is probably true. You know, like you could say, like, I remember, blah, blah, blah. But like, if I said, Desi, like, what exactly did you do before work two days before you quit your job? You could probably be like, well, I did like something like this, like burn your routine. But you might not have a, mo- you might not be able to say definitively, I remember exactly the conversation I had with the barista on the way at the Starbucks I stopped at. Or I had no exactly, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and he is filibustering. When the defense is asking him questions, it's one word, yes or no, sir. Yes, sir, yeah, no, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's talking to the prosecution, oh boy, we are getting details about the tiniest little blade of grass. We are getting details about his favorite songs. We're getting, de- I mean, it's like psychotic. Like, it is insane shit. It's insane oh, shit. No, I... Wait, can you like put your face near the microphone? <laughs> is it hard? I thought it was like laying right next. I was like underneath it. I think it's like sort of a directional thing. So, yeah, way better. So if I say he's a psychopath, it's only because I'm taking into account that I'm convinced that he killed his family. But if I think to myself, okay, maybe he didn't kill his family, then I don't think he's so much of a psycho. Do you understand what I'm saying? But he is. He is a total sociopath. To not give an actual fuck about Anybody no, you're right. I forgot that he had stolen. Right, 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 right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stolen, right. and he's and he's attached to. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Other. Like pretty hardcore murders. And he tried to blame, he tried to blame the boat crash on one of the other little boys. I mean, he is a selfish mother. Yeah, no, he is like, for sure. He is for absolutely sure. no conscience. No. And I mean, I guess that's where I'm ultimately not. So this is really player. complex. Well, here's what I was going to say. If I was going to be a criminal, I would want to be. A law trained criminal. <laughs> oh, right. Of course. Of course. Like right. that is the best case scenario for a criminal. And it's like, in a way, it's like, okay, so if he goes down for lying and stealing, he has the addiction to blame it on. He can go, well, actually, ever since my baseball accident in college, 
I've secretly been addiction addicted and none of you knew because I was ashamed and we all kind of have space for addiction like oh like addiction like yeah we get it like you do crazy things when you're addicted you know and I think what he doesn't want is to go down as I killed my wife and son and I think that he it's a really hard thing so so what the prosecution is saying is that he was just buying himself time Mm-hmm. he knew that paul was was going to be like paul i don't i don't actually know if i think paul still had a lawsuit pending um or a few lawsuits pending about the boat crash like well paul was also confronting his father about the drug use oh right that's the other piece paul was that's why they kept saying like paul's my little detective paul's a little detective so paul and i'm sure he used to say you're just like your mother that's why he killed them both i think he killed them both because they were both there and I think when it came to Maggie, I actually do think that that she loved him and that she was in the dark because they show her internet history. So Gloria Satterfield, right before she mysteriously fell backwards down the stairs, died, and then he sold the the money that he sued himself for. Uh-huh. It's so much pomp and circumstance. So much. So, but she, Gloria Satterfield confronted Paul that, Hey, I don't want to upset your mother, but I found all these giant baggies of pills taped underneath the bed, like taped up on the frame. I love that. That's the hiding place in a mansion. <laughs> also like, dude, get a safe. Like well, exactly right. A fucking like yeah, lol. In one of the mansions, it's like, dude, like hide. He's your just shit. theater. He we he's one of us. Theater. Well, that's the whole thing. That like yeah. on some level, I think he was bored. Like I think at a certain point, when you, it's it's the same thing we always talk about. Like even you know, it's like sometimes you gotta like get busted at Marshalls. You gotta talk yourself out, or you gotta like like sometimes you need like a reality check to be like, okay, okay, wait a second, wait a second. Like I like I I've gone too far. I need to know mm-hmm. what my edges. Mm-hmm. This guy couldn't get a. Re- reality check if he tried he's literally attached to all of these murders and he's like well no prob and it's like he can't get a punishment this dude can't get punished for anything i know it's crazy too because it's the classic false confidence yeah that, like the, that the, the criminals the start to accumulate yeah but what's the right. word what's the, the vibrato is the wrong word that's like ah, ah. wait what did you say vibrato which is like ah. What did you mean? Bravado. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Dude, it's classic too. Yeah, I think that I'm trying to think of like, oh, dude, this is like a terrible setup for me. We can take a little break and I can send you some clips that we can watch Mystery Science Theater style um, for the the Patreon. But um, yeah, you got to get a desk up in there. I know I have a little child's desk in here, but it's funny to think of the moment where he realizes that he doesn't have power anymore. And like, well, that must have been like a click. But I don't think I I don't think that I don't think it's happened yet is the thing, because I when I think they're bluffing or what? No, but like I want to show you the video of his testimony. It's not he thinks they're bluffing. He thinks he's the fucking man. He's he is crushing. He is giving them reasonable doubt to not if he gets away with this, no matter what, whether he spends the rest of his life in jail or not. He's going to feel like the fucking a badass. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because the whole he's going to be like, I got away with murder. Murder. What does he say when he talks about his dead wife and son? There's tons of video interviews that they've played up until this point where he is lying through his teeth 
about a variety of things. Mm -hmm. And there have been a few controversial moments. Like, so in the first police interview where he's sitting in the car, found them, called 911, there is a clip where he's saying, the, the guys are asking him, the police are asking him questions and he's like, oh, it was so bad. I did him so bad. He said, I did him so bad. They replayed it in court like 30 times. They even did it on slow-mo, which is so creepy because there was all of this he claims that he said they did him so bad. So in the court, they played it at negative like three X speed. So it's like, it was so bad. I did him so bad. And like everybody had to weigh in. But it's like, this is literally like, what was the, the this is like the blue dress versus the gold stripe dress of, oh, of this year. Because people are like, right. I heard they, I heard I. It's like, yeah, it's clearly fucking I. Like if you, if you haven't heard, I'll, I'll send you that clip. It's like, it's clearly it's fucking I. As I. long as you think it's I, but then if you tell your brain it's they, you hear they. Even when I tried, I've tried to be unbiased because I'm really into this shit. I'm like, okay, because like, like I do love, I'm interested in law and mm-hmm. it's true. The prosecution doesn't need to make a case for why he would have done it. They need to prove without a reasonable doubt that he did. So the truth is from a juror's standpoint, if you like this guy and you know, he is sort of charming, like you sort of watch and listen to him. And when your skin isn't curdling, I mean, he's just, he's clearly just just like a sociopathic narcissist who during his testimony now he only refers to Paul and Maggie as Paul Paul and, and Mags. Mags and then everybody everybody has a nickname so like right after the murders instead of calling anybody in the family instead of calling Buster he calls the next door neighbor Rogan who now he's only referring to as Roro there was a really funny tweet I'll try to oh, find gosh. it but it's like it's like basic somebody like summed it up really funny where it's like so basically what he's saying is like Roro Mags and Paul Paul all caught him on the ox ox like it's like ah! every <laughs> single thing into like nicknames he's trying to add a human component to oh that. yeah Oh, yeah. You know, he's just like you were saying, he's just a psychopath. I was going to say, but he's the like big, a, he's a psychopath wrapped up in a, in a Southern gentleman. Absolutely. He is in a law degree with a law degree. Yeah. The big turning point in the case is that he has a very clear timeline that before they found this one video was not airtight, but made sense. He, this is what he did. Then he went in, took it. He, he, he had dinner with his family. Then he went in and took a nap. Then he left for his mom's house and he was visiting his mom who has Alzheimer's. And then when he got home, his family was dead. He says he left the house at whatever, 7 p.m. They were killed around nine. Right. What do you think? Let me ask you, what do you think of the 911 call that he placed? Because I list because I because I watch so much so much crime. I listen to the intonation. I you know, you listen to those things. He was upsetty spaghetti a little bit on that call, or is he acting? Well, okay, so the interesting thing about that call is, uh, heads up, criminals, when you call 911, it is the only phone call in the world that you will make that the minute you press 911 on your phone, the recording starts. So the mm-hmm. remarkable thing about mm-hmm. Alex's call is that for two minutes while the phone was ringing, it was dead silent. Then when she's like 911, oh, he's like, hey, I get what you're saying. Anybody else would be crying on the line or where there would be muttering to Maggie, oh, Paul, Maggie, Paul. Saying. It was dead silence. And not you're to mention, my not to mention that that the whole thing took place. Okay, so this is the big piece of evidence, but the whole thing took place at the kennels, at the dog kennels, if the dogs 
saw a stranger there, they would be barking. He was the only person Um, there. Explain that specific thing. The bodies were found outside by the kennels? Yes. Full of dogs. How many dogs? At least two. At least two. Well, three, because Rogan's dog was there too. But then they showed one of the- Big dogs. And in one of the videos I was watching, they actually showed a ton of dogs because it was like, it's a hunting property. So these are like hunting dogs. They're all lived in kennels, you know? Yeah. The thing is, he had this whole timeline. What he didn't know is that at 844, hypothetically, within five minutes of when the murders occurred, Paul Paul took a Snapchat video from the kennels where up until day 25, from day one to to 23 he said i did not go down to the kennel i went back to the house from the house i drove to my mother's he said i did not go back to the kennels well wouldn't you know at 8 44 there's a video with him clearly at the kennels with how did they even think to find that i guess so from what i am understanding about uh how tech works in these cases is that like sometimes it just takes a while for um you to be able to like actually like hack into people's phones and but how do they find it it's on snapchat i know but snapchat is by nature like a disappearing thing so not like, yeah do... but it's disappearing on like the user's phones it no never i understand disappears I, from I, I the, understand. But, but it just takes a while to interface with the snapchat corporation but like but like no, listen like what i'm Verizon saying is... and snapchat have every record of every single thing for the from the beginning of time recorded everything so so okay so what i'm saying is then i guess it's like it's like murder investigation best practices to go into every single platform you know that this person has access to yes. and just dig up everything you yes can and that's how this surfaced yes okay literally yes okay. and it surfaced see these dogs are making more noise i can't and... hear a thing oh okay well the dogs just i think my dad just got home the dog but see like they're all barking upstairs it's like you would think that there would be some like reaction sure, dogs, but for sure the other thing is that there was a snap. Well, listen, video. especially if mom, 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 and Paul Paul were running away from somebody and there was chaos, the dogs. Well, here's they were the really running fucked because up they thing. were tr- they trusted him. Right. And actually, Maggie was running towards the shooter. Oh my God. So what I imagine maybe he I, only meant to kill his son. It's possible, except that. Uh, what do you imagine? I'm sorry. Say it. Well, okay. The other thing that's really sus, I mean, so many things are really sus, but right after the murders, obviously the rest of his extended family is in a panic. Like, are they coming after you? Are they coming after Buster? Or are they coming after us? He's calming everybody down. Like, no, no, no. All that matters now is that we clear Paul's name. All he cared about was clearing Paul's name, which didn't deserve to be cleared. He, he, manslaughtered his friend but okay this guy was only doing oxys no amphetamine we don't know no, and he he actually testified no he said no and he testified in court that oxys like gave him energy i don't know whatever he said it pumped him up <laughs> because because what you're what i mean you're, it's possible that he was like because it was street drugs that like you know it's all being pressed with all sorts of shit like who the fuck knows because maybe he was like in a psychotic delusion that there was people were coming after that like because no I'm just no to figure out he didn't he think no no boy. no here's the the thing because his boy's name was not going to be cleared and he was going to owe more money he was in the hole so deep financially but i'm just trying to think like i cannot think of a single fucking thing on this planet that would make me shoot my son in the chest 
sociopath. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. Un, he's so an like, unfeeling, an unfeeling. But he's also like on a crazy amount of drugs. So, but then the the thing too is like people are also kind of like, but was he like? Oh, really? Why? How? Because the amount that he's saying that he took, right? It's like it's like you know that reminds me of it's like um it's like a Steve uh um uh, in the virgin in the 40 year old virgin when he's talking about having sex yeah and was like, exactly it was exactly so wet oh and gushy that sounds fake you're like, fake right like it's like if this like, i took a hundred pills an hour it's right. like, that's not this, how it works this guy's taking a hundred pills a day and spending fifty thousand dollars on pills a month and he's still prosecuting and winning Lost there are a hundred pills a day is like it's like so an hour on the hour literally like it's too much so you know it's a little bit sus but no what the sister said afterwards so maggie's Maggie's sister says to him this is what she testified she says to him after the murders like oh my god you know this is upsetting like we need to do what we can to like protect you and buster and he's like no 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 like we're safe and She's mm. like, okay, how do you know? And he's like, I just know. And then she's like, do you he's think like, that little they... told me? <laughs> right. And then, and then she, the sister says like, do you think that they suffered? And he's like, I know for a fact that they didn't. And then what he says to her is, and I know for a fact, whoever did this to them has been thinking about it for a long time. Jesus fucking Christ. And I think what I'm saying though, is if anything, he's been thinking about it for a long time because he's going there's no way out. I mean, even like if you've ever had any kind of like suicidal ideation yourself, like, you know, I've had moments where I've just, you know, even Meghan Markle saying like, I, I, I think the only solution is like, I don't live. Now this guy's a total fucking narcissist. So instead Mm. of him going, I'm going to kill myself, he's like, I'm going to kill them. (laughs) (laughs) I love my life. You know, like, like I, I think instead of having a suicidal ideation, he just had like, homicidal ideation and then he followed it up with some suicidal he really i think he really thought he had a good plan here to just sure mm-hmm. up the Murdoch name mm-hmm. and because that's the other piece of it aside from whatever i mean even if you do any if you do any youtubing on narcissism it's like actually what narcissism is at the end of the day is a shame based uh like like it's it's all rooted actually in self-hate it's all rooted in a denial of of self right so i sort of feel like he did really think this through as much as he could and was like okay this has gone too far i will kill maggie and paul myself and then i will have crazy eddie kill me and then we'll keep the because i mean the randolph murdoch senior started the law firm that he was fired from that day in 1910 this is a hundred years plus of a family legacy. They ruled the land, the, low, mm. the real low country. Mm. So I think that he was just trying to save his status and save the, but I don't think right, he had like a will the firstborn son will carry forth the name. Literally. That's what he thought. I think he was like, okay, let him replenish it. I've had my fun and Buster, we got Buster back in law school and that's all that matters. And now Buster will get $10 million because of my, my death. Yeah. But why did he take Maggie? Because she was not going to allow him. I don't, I think she's the only one that didn't know. He I don't think he could have set it up and killed his kid without having to kill his wife. He doesn't want, he doesn't want her to be there i mean i have no idea but like he she was going to be a problem first of all oh that's what i was gonna say on her computer one of the last google searches was 
like blah, 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 like white pill, you know, and like you find a pill and you're like, what is this? So she actually didn't know. Not only did she not know that they were having financial problems, she was actually trying to like sell and buy another property. And he was like, this isn't good timing. And she was like, why aren't we rich? Like she was. Oh, also, they owed $10 million in the boat crash case so far. So she was like getting a little worried about money. All of a sudden, she's finding out that he had a pill problem that his son has been managing. And I think she was becoming a problem. I, That's I think, crazy. It's just so. I think she, how is she different than his kids? I mean, it's not any better or worse. I think he's just like, okay, these two, these two know too much, and I cannot help them. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's really interesting, and this is how I know I could never, never kill. I think if I could, if I killed, I know for a fact it would be a pure crime of passion. It would have to be something. I would agree with because that. Yeah. I'm just trying, you know, like I. Oh, it's so, so hard to wrap your head around. It's fucking insane. So listen. So we recently had a family friend who who committed suicide and in you and when you're trying to think of the justifications, a lot of the stuff that people say are like there was debts, it was debt, it was money. I think that the understanding that you and I have about money, it just it, like the importance. Imagine putting so much importance on money that you put a bullet in your head. I know. I know. Well, like, I, I can't. I know. Fathom. I can't begin I to digest. I literally quit my job and only have enough just to pay the rent. I don't even have enough to literally eat the day I pay my rent. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like chilling. I've never been so at peace and at ease, dog. I know. And I owe like 80 grand, by the way. No, I feel the same. And I mean, it's sort of like, yeah, to it, me, it, not it twists my mind into knots. Well, but you know what, though? Because I think when it's like, especially with a family, a family like this, where not only is money this like guarantee like it's like you're just supposed like for him to have fucked the money up so much is so bad like even if he didn't steal from anybody he was making himself millions of dollars a year yeah it's like and his family had this legacy of being the super the, the most wealthy by far in the area for the last like famous for being the richest family in the in the county for a hundred for, for over a hundred years it's like like the, i think he was ashamed of how much yeah. he lost his way i don't think he saw any way to get that kind of money back i don't think he wanted to face reality with his wife or his children because they put so much pride and emphasis on like how much better than other people they felt because of like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they really thought that they were better. Than, that was the whole thing, even in the boat crash. Yeah. What Paul said to his girlfriend before he slapped her in the face and then spit on her was, you're just upset that your daddy can't support your yeah, family right. or something I like mean, that. It's like, your daddy can't either, you little shit. Like, sorry to speak of the dead in such an, a, a manner, but like, come on, fuck you, dude. Like, fuck you. How dare you? I know. Yeah. But again, that is, that is like imprinting and something else that's coming to mind is like, you were saying that like the two brothers. So Alec is like the first psycho. The others were actually like normal people and they were, here's the thing, right? So they were, um, authorities, like high level authorities in the law. So they probably positioned themselves as like very moral people. Absolutely. The most. So there's like all of these paradigms. That right. Just- He's like sort of the black sheep of the family, but he did go to law school and he did, he, he didn't become the solicitor because he had too much of his own party shit going on, but he did, he did play the game enough to be like, they're proud of me, but, but he, 
he yeah, he's, he's just too a much power bum son he's yeah bum son, son bum son too much power and like you know it, it got it got away from him and like it's not a coincidence to me either that all of this is happening now that his father like his father had to die before sure. like like the day that For maggie sure. and paul were killed not only was the day that he lost his position at the firm but it's also the day that his father went into hospice so there's all of these things happening wow he just does not what he acts very very quickly okay so now actually let's let's put a little pause on this i know I do you think have we to need go. to no no i'm gonna come back for part two because i want to watch these videos mystery mystery science theater with you but first real quick why don't you just take a quick guess as to what based on everything you know what do you think, mm-hmm. Alex? We don't know his rising because we don't know time of birth. But what do you think, Alex? Sun and moon might be. Oh my god! Is he a Gemini? Ding 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 ding! Oh, <laughs> bitch! Gemini sun. Gemini sun. Gemini moon. Gemini Mars. Gemini Mercury. <laughs> Is all Gemini and Jesus Christ? Yep, yep, Gemini's yep. are dangerous. Absolutely, man. Because it's just like, all, like we could just. That's why it's like, oh, he's such a good lawyer. He's great with language. He's great at talking himself in and out of things. He's loving the like rush of the story, you know. But Gemini is like they're aware of all the different stories and all the two sidedness of things and the multi. You know what I mean? Like there's like this, like I don't know. Shit yeah. is. Fucking yeah, yeah. Such a Gemini. And then it's like, you know, his his Venus is conjunct his Lilith at the very last degrees of Taurus on on the actually it's funny too. We were talking about it in the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. We were talking about it in um in terms of the royal family. There's um this kill or be killed degree or this this off with your head star, Algol, is at 29 degrees Taurus. Um he was having a Lilith return, which is conjunct his Venus, like his Venus and his Lilith. So the part of him that he was like repressing the divine feminine, that he was repressing the the murderous bitch in him uh, with his Venus, his money, his love, how he gives and receives love, was having a Lilith return at the degree of Algol, the literal off with his head degree. That's crazy. It's shit. It's wild. Also, side note, same Venus. uh and Mercury as Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Or not Mer- they had their Mercury on Algol. His Mercury is in Gemini. Um, but it's it's really insane shit. I mean, also while this happened, the Sun and Mercury were in Gemini, and the North Node at the time was in Gemini. So he was like oddly inflamed. aligned. He was inflamed. he was inflamed. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. He was inflamed all eyes towards Gemini. And it's like, okay, actually, yeah, we're getting real about the like local story here. There's and, no wonder that he was acting so quickly. Oh yeah. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. And you know, it's interesting too because his North Node is conjunct his Saturn in Aries. So it's like, you know, hypothetically North Node conjunct Saturn, it's like his purpose actually is to like become the law or move towards the the system. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's like, you know, and he was having a Chiron return. His Chiron's also in Aries. Oh, wow, that's really So really it's basically like he's actually him getting got by the law is sort of his 
life's purpose. Yeah, it's like a boomerang way yep. of infl- infiltrating the system up the yep. ass. Like he came around and just came right up the ass. And now, <laughs> oh. well, yeah, because it's like something, I guarantee you that something is going to come out of this in terms of like what happens moving forward when lawyers are held to ju- like when, right. when lawyers are on trial or I don't know, because actually what could, what could it be? Like, that's not, you know, it's like, who knows the intricacies are are forever and i mean it's going to be interesting to see what the outcomes of this are because this case is so unique absolutely i mean this case is the craziest shit i've ever heard in my life right because this case is so unique in the way that it incorporates the system yeah directly into the crime exactly so like this is the system on trial in front of itself exactly which also is reflected in not only all the gemini in the sky at that moment but him possessing gemini sun and gemini moon he's like i am both the system and the criminal yeah oh Oh my god so good it's so good it's insane now there's other astro stuff that i would like to share with you but let me i have a reading let me go do my reading but are you free in either an hour or tomorrow because i'm dying to show you some of these videos in mystery science theater them with you yeah let's do it later <laughs> okay I, mean, I love I it drank like so much nootropic i have energy okay great same I, I'll, I'll pour another cup of java and um i'll meet you back here in an hour everybody listen up and then join the patreon so that you can join us on this journey of actually maybe we'll even put up the video we, we, i think we need to watch okay, i'm gonna take a shower so let's take a shower we need to watch these videos in mystery science theater because like shit is wild okay okay to be continued thank you guys so much everybody join the patreon so that you can enjoy these um completely demented clips along with us (laughs) Bye. space trash trash in space space trash lifestyles the rich and uranus space trash celebrities they're trash but the astrology can help us understand Transmission incoming. (laughs) Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.